welcome to the Through the Lens of Learning podcast. If we haven't met, hello, I'm your host, Dr. Tracy Schroyer. I'll give you two words that summarize me to a T, lifelong learner. Join me as I share a bit about my own journey of curiosity, learning, and wonder. You'll also get to hear from some phenomenal individuals on what they're curious about learning and what they have to share too. Are you itching with excitement yet? I am, so let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Through the Lens of Learning podcast. And today I have Paul with me. And Paul, I don't want to screw up your last name. So tell us how you say that. Levitin. Levitin. Okay. Paul Levitin um, is my guest today. And Paul, before we jump in and talk about learning and learning journey and all of of that good stuff, um, can you tell my audience how you define learning? Uh, how do I define learning? I guess I would define learning as growth for your brain, right? If, if, you know, health is like growth for your body, exercise for your body, learning is like exercise for your brain and getting better mentally and internally, I guess. I like it. Good job. (laughs) All right. So, Paul, tell us a little bit about, um, like, the learning journey that you've been on. Yeah, for sure. Um, I appreciate it because I was I was super enthusiastic about coming on when when you you know mentioned the the theme of your show and what you like to talk about because learning is such a huge thing for me, and it it changed my life, right? So, in my my learning journey, I guess, would start in like school but that's the kind of the thing is that it didn't and that was my whole thing so you know went through high school through college even i was not a good student i was i was good in the sense that i got good grades but i was just good at school like i i understood how to take tests and i understood how to get by by doing the bare minimum and like that's what i thought it was all about i was it was thought it was like oh like if i could if i can get an a without doing any work why would i why would I do any work? Why would I, what, what would be the point of that? Um, and I didn't take any of that stuff seriously. So throughout college and then after that, I was, uh, for a lack of better words, uh, I don't know if I can curse on here, an F up, a screw up, you know, <laughs> a fuck up then. Um, because I didn't take anything seriously and I didn't take learning seriously. And now looking back, I, I wish I did because I went, I have a full college degree that I learned more or less nothing with. Uh, but you know, I, I didn't take it seriously is the, is the point of that. And then I ended up graduating with two degrees that I didn't learn anything with. And I was, this was in 2012 when the job market was just starting to rebound from, uh, the, the, the economic crisis in 2008 and I had nothing to show for it. And I knew nothing, I had nothing going for me and I was just kind of at a loss and I ended up becoming a personal trainer. And that kind of saved me because I found something that I was passionate about and I was, it was helping people and I wanted to become a good personal trainer. So I started to learn about fitness and things like that. And that's where my learning journey kind of began anew. I was like 25 or something like that. And what I realized was like, oh, I can be better by learning. Right. So I was not, not super confident as a personal trainer because I was never a trainer. Like a lot of other trainers, they were football players or baseball players or something where they, they had worked out in the past, but I wasn't that I just started and I knew nothing. So I was like, well, if I'm going to confidently do this job, I have to learn. 
And I started to study, I started to read, and I started to go to seminars. And then one day, serendipitously, one of the front desk staff at the gym I was working in at the time handed me a book. Um, and I hadn't read a book in almost 10 years. And even in college, like I said, I didn't even read books. I didn't buy textbooks. I prided myself on it. I was like, yeah, I'm going to pass this class and not even read the textbook. <laughs> and someone handed me a book and the book was Think and Grow Rich. And Think and Grow Rich, for anyone who doesn't know, is like the book of all self-help. It is the self-helpiest of all the self-help books, right? It's the original, more not the original, but one of the original ones. It was written in like the 1920s. And that kind of just opened my brain to like, oh, there's other stuff out there, right? There's another way to live out there that isn't just getting by, that isn't trying to get the, the result without doing the work, that that is based around learning and, and growing and reading. Uh, so after that book, I read another book and then another book, and I just started to read. And again, then I, that's when I started branching out beyond just fitness and nutrition and health and started to really get into personal development and psychology and human behavior. And that was about five years ago. And it just changed everything about my life. I started listening to podcasts. I started reading more. I started speed reading so that I could read more books faster because I was like, whoa, there's all these books out there that I've never even read. And I, if I need to read faster. So I, I learned all of this stuff, but it was the, the adaptation of that, that want to learn. It was like that, that shift in like, being like, oh, like learning is like, what's the point to this is the only point like everything is about learning and once i made that shift my life changed who i am as a person changed my career changed everything about me changed and it all came from adopting learning as a skill and a habit so do you think that if like going back to your college time and where you didn't crack a book you didn't do anything like that if you would have been passionate about the topic like your major like that would have been different or do you think there was something more to it than just that? So it, I don't know, because there's a combination of things. One, it was just the, that, that age I was partying, I was having fun. I, I was not interested in that. And then also it was like, I don't even know that I knew enough to have something I was passionate about. Right. Like I said, I, I had two majors. It was business and communications because when I went to school, my advisor said, you need to pick a major. I said, I don't know what I want to do. And they said, well, just do business because you can always change it later. And I just never thought about it again. Like I, I was 17 when I started college, you know, mm -hmm. I have a late birthday. I feel like, I mean, I, I was just young and I didn't understand the gravity of the situation and, and what it was and, and how, how important of a tool that it could have been. Um, mm -hmm. So, I mean, I just don't think that again, like I had, even again, it took me until I was like 27, 28 to even realize that I was an adult. And even now at 32, I'm still kind of figuring out what I want to do. So I think the whole notion of like picking a major in college and that's going to be your thing forever, I think is, is kind of crazy. But yeah, I don't know that I, I could have done it any differently, even if I had the chance. So with that, when you started to get passionate, you read that first book and then you started to look for more things and different, more, you know, peel back the onion, I guess, more and more and go into the there. Were you was there something in particular that helped you to learn as you went through or like, would you give certain tips or advice to people on what gave you that momentum to, to go into that? Yeah, it was a few things. One is again, I'm a very logical person. So it was kind of like, once I unlocked that gate and saw through it, I was like, it's very hard for me to go back. Right. So it's like, well, like I said, when I saw that, I was like, oh, there's all this information out there and I could have a better life. Like, like that, that's the thing. It was very binary to me. It's like, if I do these things, read, listen to podcasts, uh, listen, go, you know, go to seminars, 
I'll have a better life. If I continue on the track that I'm on, which is, you know, I was working, but I was also going out drinking every night. I was also watching a ton of Netflix. I was also like just not doing anything productive with my time outside of work. And that's going to lead me on a very different path. So it was, it was kind of a, a binary choice to me where it's like, I either get better or I get worse. There's no, there's no kind of in between. So that was a big part of it. But also I was, again, it was a very serendipitous thing because all of this came at kind of the perfect storm of the right time, because it was also a big part of it was that I was a personal trainer being a personal trainer. Not that this has anything to do with fitness, but the job of a personal trainer is talking to people. So every day for six, seven, eight hours a day, I was talking to people. So communication became something that I was very passionate about. I became good at it, but I also was talking about the books that I was reading. I was talking about all this cool stuff that I was learning. I was telling it to my clients. I was telling them about, Hey, I just read this cool thing. I started doing book swaps with my clients. I started getting them involved because I was so interested in it. And then it helped in a, in a roundabout way, because now not only are we talking about fitness stuff and training stuff, but we're talking about life where we're getting better. They're getting better. They're telling me about books that they're reading. They're bringing me books. So it was like the definition of a rising tide raises all ships. And I just use that to better myself. And we all kind of crisscrossed with it together. Um, so one of the things I saw when I was taking a look was, um, I think it was, you look at purpose and happiness in some of your coaching. Do you want to talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, for sure. So, you know, right now what, what I do, my business uh, is called The Happy Healthy Human. And I do coaching around helping people build their self-confidence, find their purpose and their passion and build all around happier lives. And really that came as a direct result of this journey that I was just telling you about, right? It was, I was in fitness, I was doing that, which I'm still very passionate about, but through learning, through reading, really through reading hundreds of books at this point, I learned that humans, there, there's human nature, right? And I learned a lot about psychology and human behavior. And what I realized was that when people came to me when I was a personal trainer or a nutrition coach, they wanted to lose weight. They wanted to look a certain way. They wanted to do this, that, or the other thing. But really what they wanted was to be happy, right? They wanted to lose, when, they, when they'll lose the weight, then they'll be happy. When they have the six pack, then they'll be happy. When they have more money, then it was always for what at, to what end and the end was always to be happy so with my coaching the reason i stepped away from the fitness world is because i took everything that i had learned in, in years of reading and podcasting and seminars and all that and i amalgamated it into what I do now, which is help people to find their passion and build a purposeful life that they can be happy all the time and that's what i really like to do with my educational platform and everything else that i'm doing right now i love that and i really i feel like because I dig in a little bit with people on their confidence and so many people lack confidence and they're so freaking smart. They're so intelligent in so many ways, but they kind of like I even sometimes myself kind of like hide back. What is there something that you find like are there themes that you pick up when you're working with your clients that you're seeing across the board um, that most people are experiencing? Yeah, for sure. And and that's the whole thing about it, right? So that's why my brand, that's why everything I do is the happy, healthy human. And human is the final word there because this is just human stuff. And that's what I've learned. And again, that's what this whole this whole journey has, has taught me is that we all think that we need this, this, this one thing or this special advice or this, and we're all special snowflakes. And that's true, we are. But at the end of the day, we're all humans. And most humans deal with the same stuff. So I can talk about certain things and most people will sit and nod their head because this is just human stuff. 
So things like perfectionism, things like imposter syndrome, things like exactly like you said, lacking self-confidence. These are things that across the board, 99 out of 100 people are going to deal with. So those are the big things that I like to tackle with my clients because it's just like, this is what we're going to deal with. This is no matter what. So this is just going a level beyond, as you said before, peeling back the layer, we're, the onion. I mean, we're just going layers deeper than the, the fitness or the bank account or the relationship because the thing that's going to stop you from that, the thing that's going to stop you from achieving your fitness goal, from, from building that business you've always dreamed of, from having the perfect relationship with your spouse, it's it's not going to be not knowing how to do that. That's what people think, right? They're like, oh, I just if I just knew more. But that's not what it is. It's going to be those deep human things like perfectionism, like all or nothing thinking, like like the shoulds, right? And 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 not and not not respecting the reality of the universe that we live in is a big one, right? People are like, well, I I've been working so hard, I should have had this much uh, result by now, so, but you don't. And yep. sometimes it just sucks, you know. That's life, and and getting people to deal with that, so. You know, it's, it's kind of paradoxical to talk about that when I'm talking about how important I think learning is, because I do think that learning is extremely important and, and I'll spend, you know, every moment that I can soaking up knowledge for as long as I can. But in reality, the answers aren't in a textbook, right? Mm -hmm. The answers to life struggles, if, they, if that were the case, Google would have solved every problem we had. 20 years ago, right? Why aren't we confident? Why aren't we happy? Why are we, why do we struggle? If it was just if information were the answer, then Google would have unlocked that code a long time ago. But the, the fact of the matter is it hasn't. So in reality, we can see again, and that's what I do as a coach is I see these patterns, right? Being that I've worked with so many people, I've been doing this for 10 years. I have read the books I've had, I've had put in the time. But what that allows me to do is that it allows me to see people from the thousand foot view and kind of see like, I know, I see what's going to happen to you before it's going to happen because I've seen it play out a thousand times and I understand humans. So it's not a you thing. It's not like you're going to mess up Tracy. It's that every person that it tries to do this endeavor is going to stumble in these same ways. So if we can just get you to not stumble over those roadblocks that I know it's not a question of if it's a question of when they're going to come up, then that's how I get people to find success in whatever it is. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I had somebody had recently told me because I even caught myself going back and like saying I wasn't credible enough and like, I need to go get another degree or I need to get a certification. And then I was like, I need to just quit thinking I need like the information. I need more of that. And it's a lot of it is to stop doing that preparing and to actually take action, jump in, do the thing, start the, you know, whatever you're going to do and make that motion forward. And somebody had said before, too, to me, um, I've heard this in a couple of groups, stop shooting over all, all shooting all over yourself um, because we do that so much. Yeah, 100%. So uh, I, I teach a course called Quit Quitting, right? And it's all about how to quit quitting on yourself and basically how to end self-sabotage because the entire, uh, my theory is that everything that we want to do that we aren't doing is our own fault, right? We, 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 again, we have all the information. There's no, there's no lack of information. People say, well, I just don't know how, I just don't know what to do. But in reality, again, YouTube, YouTube university will teach you literally anything, right? You can get your, you can get a PhD on YouTube right now. You sit there with, with enough time, enough effort. So the, the whole, I don't have the information stuff isn't real. So in reality, when we don't do things, it's because we, we get in our own way. We stop, we quit, we give up. So I teach a course called quit quitting to, to break down the, what I call the human tendencies that lead to that. 
And the very first thing I teach on is the shoulds, right? It, it should be this way. It's supposed to be this way. And that's a huge one that is going to get in your own way because, again, we have to respect reality. Shoulds exist outside the realm of reality. Oh, it should be this way, but it isn't. It's only one way. It, can, it should be a million ways, but it only is this one way. And every time we have an attachment to the way we think it should be, it doesn't matter how right we are. You can be very right. Yeah, it should be that way. You're right, but it isn't. And while by having that attachment, we're just at, it's just a matter of time before we say, well, this isn't fair because human, we have, again, human nature is built around fairness. This is built inside of us because we were tribal, tribal organisms for X hundreds of thousands of years and fairness, because you had to know that if I give someone my, my rake, that they're going to give it back. Or that if we're going out hunting together, that this person is going to have my back. So fairness is very much built into our biology that we want fairness. So when some, we find something isn't fair, like I've been doing all I did, I did Dr. Tracy's learn to build a business in 30 days or less. And I did all the work and my business isn't making me a million dollars. It's not fair. And you know what? You're right. But fairness, although we feel we, it feels like it should be there. We don't get to make that decision. So that's a huge one that, that will get people to get in their own way. And when they feel that way, they'll go, well, I tried, I did the thing. I did the 30 days of work. It's not fair. So now I have an excuse to quit because it's, it's not my fault. It's, it's the, it's the thing that I tried that it didn't work, right? This is the same thing as people who did the diet, they did the exercise, they did the whatever. And they go, well, I did it long enough. I should have had more results by now. So, you know, uh, now I can just give up. I'm guilty of that just as much as the next person is. That's hard. It's hard to get out of that because you get in that cycle of, of self-sabotage for sure. And it, we make it easy on ourselves. You know, it's those excuses over excuses and keep going. Right. Like I said, it's, this is human nature. We all do it. I do it. The reason I know about this stuff is because again, I've done it myself to myself. I still do it to myself, which is speaks to the difficulty of the problems we're trying to talk about here is that like, I know about it. I teach about it and I still catch it happening to myself. But, you know, again, I have the I have the, the the luxury of having worked with hundreds and hundreds of people. So it's just, it's, again, thinking, talking about learning, it's sped up my learning process. Most people learn from their own mistakes, right? But uh, I think it's not Warren Buffett. Uh, Charlie Munger said, you know, I don't want to learn from my own mistakes. I want to learn from the mistakes of others, right? And that's what reading does. And that's what, that's what podcasts do. But that's also what me working with hundreds of clients has done. I'm like, oh, okay, I see the same pattern over and over and over where most people, they don't have that luxury. They go, I must be broken because I keep messing up. I, oh, this must be me. I, I see so many other people on Instagram or on Facebook and they're posting their wins, 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 but I'm only lose, 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 lose. Something must be wrong with me. But what they don't realize is they're not seeing the big picture. They're not actually seeing people's real struggles. And if you understood that we all go through this stuff, it's not that you're broken or I'm broken. It's just that there is no other way around it. There is no possible way for you to get what you want without struggling, without failing sometimes, without falling down. As long as you pick yourself up, that's all that really matters. Right. Which I'm noticing too, a lot of individuals, at least that I follow, are sharing more and being more vulnerable about the challenges and the struggles and you know, sharing, and even today I made a video I'm going to put on a little bit later because I talk about, Hey, this is how I, I work through time management and productivity. And these are all the things that I did today, but then I did something really stupid today and I'm not going to hit the task that I need to get done. And I'm like, I'm such an idiot. And I'm going to share that with people because I'm like, it may look like everything's perfect and I get everything done and, you know, I'm able to handle everything, but that's not really, you know, that's not reality. And I feel like people need to see more of that for sure. Yeah, exactly. It, again, we, 
we have we live in a very interesting time in human human history right that like this time is going to go down in you know 100 200 300 years from now is a very pivotal moment because we are transitioning from no internet no social media no smartphones to we have that thing people like you or me were alive when these things didn't exist and kids today and like human nature again we're talking about evolution evolution works on a grand scale of tens of thousands of years technology has evolved in 10 years in what it would take a, a thousand years for human adaptation to catch up with. So the, the reason this is important is because exactly like that, right? Like we have not evolved to understand our brain doesn't understand what you just said that like, oh, the thing we see is not real, right? It's like, it's looking, it's like, oh, that's you know, everything perfect, 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 broken. But in reality, we it's not like that. So that's why I think people are embracing sharing more of the realness because it's like we all know that we're doing harm to ourselves and others by only sharing the wins. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, Paul, will you share a little bit more about maybe some of the coaching services that you have or the programs that you offer? I would love to hear more about that. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, again, I have one-on-one -on -one coaching where I just do, this is a VIP one-to-one -one coaching where we tackle any and all problems that evolve your happiness, your health, and your overall well-being. It's a very overarching umbrella um, and it's completely unique to the individual. And that is, you know, by uh, application. So some people are a good fit to work with me and some people maybe aren't. Um, but I also have other standalone courses, things like eight-week, 12-week courses. So one would be the one that I was just talking about, which is called Quit Quitting. Uh, the proven method to building your purpose-filled, passion-filled life. And so that's a, a, you know, a small group, eight-week cohort that I go through. I have another one called Mindset Shift, how to flip your motivation switch. So this is all about shifting your mindset towards motivation. Again, getting out of these human traps that we all fall into where we're saying like, oh, well, I just need to be more motivated. Mm -hmm. And we say like, well, until a pill comes out that says motivation on it, that's a, that's a bad excuse, right? People say, well, I, I just need to stop being lazy. Again, there's no anti-lazy pill. So we have these things that we, we, we say them, but we don't realize that by saying, by using this verbiage, we're limiting ourselves. Like, oh, well, I just need to stop being lazy. Well, like who the hell knows? There's no cure for laziness. So what, when you say that, you're inherently saying that you're never going to get the thing. Well, I just need to be more motivated. Well, there's no motivation in a bottle. So what you actually need to do is say, okay, what, where am I going with this? What is the motivation that I'm looking for? Why do I need to get it? And then we need to break it down into the actual action steps. And that's what I do in my courses. That's what I do with my coaching. I'm very big on every week, every lesson, every whatever I'm doing, leaving people with actual action steps so we can take this out of the like floaty, like up in the air, up in the air stuff to actually down to earth. How do we make real tangible change in people's lives? I like that. I like that. Cause I feel like in the more and more you, say like you need more of this you need more of that it's you're giving your yourself permission to not do it more right every day. right exactly right it's it becomes it, it it's like the excuse becomes the excuse right it's like yeah. i just need to stop being lazy it's like well what is that of course right it's like or people will say like well it's not about motivation it's about discipline as if you're not saying the exact same thing right like right. i don't know what motivation means i don't know what discipline means you're, you're not telling me any answers that you know i always say it's like it's like someone who's who's drowning and you say like oh you just need to breathe it's like, well, no shit. Like I, but I need you, to, I need you to, to pull me out of the water or teach me how to swim or give me something real. Don't say like, oh, I see what's wrong. You're not breathing in that water. Like that, like that is it, just so unhelpful. And that's kind of where we go in this circular thing with what is out there with like the whole motivational self-help, whatever space. I, I don't really like those, those terms, but you know, like that kind of stuff. So I, I try to be a little bit more tangible and tactical 
And again, a lot of that comes from my experience in the fitness space, where it's just like, it's actually results-based. It's like, you know, in the health and fitness world, if the things you're doing are working, like there's actual tangible, trackable things. So I try to take that into my coaching now and be like, how do we know that you're making a change? How can we actively move you towards the person that you're trying to be in a step-by-step manner and build that for my clients? Yeah, I love that. That's awesome. Thank you for what you do. Um, so Paul, as we wrap up, is there anything that maybe I haven't touched on? I haven't asked you about that you want to share, uh, focused on learning? Um, no, not really. Again, I just think it's super cool that you're doing this. I think that learning is such a powerful thing. I actually did a podcast about this, uh, a couple weeks ago, or maybe a couple months ago at this point, but you know, I, again, what I tell the way I, I can best explain people what I do, not as a coach, but like what, the way I've gotten to where I am now and with my podcast and with what I teach is that I study people, right? And more often I study successful people. So what are the threads that make people successful, right? What are the threads between all of the people who say, I'm going to create that successful business and don't, and the threads through the people who do? What are the threads between the people who say for a new year's resolution, I'm going to give up booze, I'm going to give up smoking, I'm going to stop eating McDonald's, whatever the thing is, and the, the 80% that fail and the 20% that that succeed. So I study that I study success. And again, I've been fortunate enough to, you know, be in the world of, of I've actually worked with super successful people, I've had clients who are millionaires and, and multi hundred millionaires and doing crazy things. And like, I've, I've, I've sat with these people, and I've talked with these people. And I've studied them. And one thing that I've learned that all of the most successful people have in common and success doesn't have to mean financially. It can mean in whatever thing you do, meaning I want to be a successful, again, in a relationship. I want to have a a good, a good relationship with my wife or my husband. That's success. I want to be happy. I want to be whatever. It doesn't matter. I'm not saying financial. I'm just saying successful. The most successful people are lifelong learners. That's the one, one thing that I put together that that I can say without a doubt is those people are looking to learn. The people who make it to the top of their industry, the people who make it to whatever place they're going to be, the people who are the fittest, right? Even if you want to take this down to fitness, I don't like to use fitness as an example all the time, but it's a very a very easy example. The people who actually achieve fitness, who, who really get to where they want to be with their body, with their health, with whatever, they tend to be the people who go the extra step to actually learn about it. A lot of people just go like, well, just tell me what to do. I don't really, I don't really care about what to do. But those people who say like, actually, again, I don't need to learn every muscle in the body, but I want to know what is, what is it that I'm doing? Why am I doing it? Why is it working? Right. And the same thing with business, the same thing with, with, again, finances, with relationships, the people who find success are the people who adapt a lifestyle of lifelong learning. And again, it doesn't have to be anything crazy, like read a book. You know how many people don't read us? I didn't read and This is not me being judgy. I didn't read a book for 10 years, literally from the time I was 17 to 27. I did not read a single book. Now I read about a book or two a week. Because I've, I learned, I was like, well, if what's making me, what's, what's the difference between me being successful and not successful is reading. It's like, then I'm just going to read a ton and I'm going to listen to a ton of podcasts. So clearly if anyone's listening to this right now, you're already in the right track because you're listening to a podcast like this, but understand that this is like the, the, the crucial thing. So all those times when I do want to watch Netflix or I do want to just say screw it, which I do sometimes, I'm not far from perfect. I'm not saying that never happens, right. you know, but there are times when it's like, I have the, the decision between... I could read for 30 minutes or I could watch TV for 30 minutes. And it's like, those are the, that's the time it nudges me towards the reading because I remember success is built on the skill and the habit of learning. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Get curious and get out there and figure out, you know, learn something new and, and see what direction it could take you for sure. I love that. I love all the research. Me having my PhD and being focused in research, I'm like, oh, you're a goldmine of research and insight that you've gotten from all of your clients and all the people that you've talked to. So that's amazing. 
Yeah, it's super cool. And, and again, I'm very fortunate and, and even just reading books and, and again, podcasts, I listen, you can tell I speak very fast because I listen to my podcast on 3x speed. And then so my brain goes <laughs> at, that, at that speed. So I'm just always like, I'm like, again, it, it just it boggles my mind. There's so much out there to take in. And I will never in my life even get a percent of a percent of it. But it's still very interesting for me to try. Yes. And connecting the dots across the board for all those different things that you consume and take in. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to wrap up, Paul. Thank you so much again for being a guest. And I'll ask uh, for anybody who's listening that wants to follow you or connect with you or find out about your services that you offer, how would you recommend they get in touch with you? Yeah, for sure. I really appreciate it. One, I appreciate you having me here. And for anyone who wants to get in contact with me, it's just at Paul Levitin, my name across all social media platforms. Instagram is where I'm most active. Uh, you can follow me, shoot me a DM there. And then also my podcast, The Happy Healthy Human. You can find it wherever podcasts exist. You know, maybe smoke signals, carrier pigeons too. I don't know, wherever <laughs> wherever there it is. But yeah, and if you're interested in coaching or something like that, just shoot me a DM and we can chat and I can see if you're a good fit. All right. And Paul, if people had only enough time to listen to one episode that you've done on your podcast, is there a certain one episode that you would recommend? <sighs> I know this is out of the blue question. Yeah, that's a tough one. <laughs> They're all um, good. It's, it's tough for me because I prefer, and this is like the kind of the thing where you don't like listening to your own voice. So I do solo mm -hmm. episodes and I do guest episodes. So uh -huh. I prefer the guest episodes because I like listening to the other people. But most people tell me they get more out of the solo episodes. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I did I did like a two-part a two-parter on literally like how to be happy, which is just like me breaking down again what I found in my study of successful people of like mm -hmm. what is it that actually makes people happy and how can build happiness beyond just like how can you be a happy person how can you build it if you don't have it so i think that's like a great place to start for anyone who wants to check it out awesome awesome well thank you again paul and uh thank you everyone for listening and we will see you all in the next episode this podcast is brought to you by upskill university you can find more information about how to become part of the upskill community for free this and other episodes of the Through the Lens of Learning podcast and more on the website at www.upskilluniversity.com. Thanks again for listening and have an awesome day.